y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm Shady Nay. I'm Petty Cash. And this is Tea in the Shade Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and on Twitter at Tea in the Shade. That's T-E-A in the Shade. And on Facebook, we're Tea in the Shade Podcast. Sis. Hey, girl. How was your week? It was, you know, a regular week. Work, home. I really need to get my life together as far as, like, home, like, it's just so messy. And probably not really messy, but just messy for me. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I need to get it together. But other than that, you know, straight week. It's been good. A lot of, like, you know, little sad things have happened. Yes. But I'm not down yeah. like I was. I'm, I'm a little good. up. A little up. A little woke. Oh, okay. I'm woke. Okay. How was your week? My week was good. We moved. Yay. Yay. Yes. Um, so now it's just like a bunch of boxes and stuff everywhere and trying to find like what to put where. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm just happy to be moved. That's awesome. Congratulations. Katie is enjoying having a backyard. Oh, I know. I'm so happy for him. Girl, he just be tiptoeing on through. That's so good. So we training him on the little doggy door. Oh, okay. Because, you know, he don't like the thing touching him. Oh, when really? he go through and that little plastic thing hit his back, that's when he don't like. <laughs> if you hold it up and tell him to come on, he'll go. But if it's just down and he got to push it, he don't want to. Well, he, you know, he's really old. He don't have that much <laughs> strength. And the door probably heavier than he is. True T. So that's, he don't want that weight on him. He's still a strong four pounds <laughs> at 10 years old. And that door, especially swinging. Yeah. Way more than him, so he like, uh-uh, I need help. Service. Yeah. <laughs> Come help me. Yeah, he just stand at the little sliding door and bark. And then you be hauling the doggy door up and like, Come on, Teddy, come on. He just be looking. <laughs> so. Well, okay, so tonight's episode is going to be a little different. Mm-hmm. So hopefully y'all know that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we have a special guest with us tonight, a professional. No, right. Not just okay. somebody who read up on it. Yeah, somebody not one of your homegirls like that you text like, girl, I don't know, like an actual professional. So she will be jumping in in a little bit. So we'll still do our prayer list. We have to do the prayer list after the week we've had. Yes. We just have to go ahead and just put some stuff on the altar. Mm-hmm. And then we will get to a very good episode for y'all so let's go ahead and just usher in the spirit get in Yes, the upper room. Welcome, 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 visitors, family, and friends. So let's just go ahead and just. (sighs) You see it. What? I got to say it. I can't. Oh, my word. Well, we lost, you know, somebody I honestly that I didn't know so many people cared about, but Mm. you know, you find out that come about the woodworks. But John Singleton (laughs) um, passed away Mm. on. Monday? Monday. Monday. Well, he um went to the hospital because of a stroke mm-hmm. um, and fell into a coma. 
And I think he was in the coma. What was that? Friday he had, it was released. Well, he had, I think, yeah, they said had the it. stroke. Right. Yeah. Um, and so he was in a coma over the weekend and then you know, all these reports came out. Yeah. John Singleton passes, John Singleton dies, all this. And then the reports came out not true, still um, on life support, mm-hmm. you know, still with us and all this kind of stuff. So it was confusion yeah. happening. Um, but then Monday it was released that his family did go ahead and take him off life support. Yeah. And 51 is hella, hella young. It is. Yo, that scares me. And so now his family is really urging black men to be more aware of, like, their blood pressure, mm-hmm. their cholesterol, which we all should. Like, right, for real. Right. We definitely all need to be mindful of The blacks of our in health. general yeah. need to be aware of hypertension and if anybody in your family has it. Because you know what? A lot of times people in your family are taking medication and to you they just taking their medicine. Yeah. And you don't even know it's blood pressure medicine, right. you know? that's true. Mm-hmm. Heart disease, all of that, like... Yeah. People don't really even know what runs in their family, what mm-hmm. health conditions people have. So, y'all, let's please just be mindful and take care of ourselves. But his family is also being a little, like... What, girl? Shade, not shady, but being a little bit janky out here. Why you say that? Supposedly his issues already with the will and oh. the money. Lord, him. See, he has a number of children. I think uh-huh. it's like six. Ooh, okay. Five or six. Okay. Okay. Has a will. I don't know if it. I don't want to say filed. I don't know if you file wills. But you might file them. I don't know. I don't have a will, bitch. I need to get my life together. Girl, get that paperwork in order. Um, but yeah, so it's like some shit going down, like over the money with the family. And I hate when that happens because that just don't make no sense. Yeah, the money is not gonna make anything different. It's not gonna bring John back. It's not gonna make your life any happier. You know what I'm saying? So why y'all fighting over something as frivolous as money? I hate when that happens. I really do because like it's you to me. I feel like when you lose a loved one, like your mind should be in a different place. Mm-hmm. It should be on. I want to live my life. I want to do the things I want to do. Like, ugh. Not, I just hate to divide, divide the funds yeah. and who get what. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, also, <laughs> this week, um, the Braxton family had a loss. Um, the brother Michael mm-hmm. or Mikey, his daughter, who was 24, her name is Lauren, she passed away. She had a heart condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she passed. So, yeah, that's extremely sad then Peebo Bryson was hospitalized not Peebo Peebo he had a heart attack but they said he's doing just fine oh he didn't know girl you ain't tell the man you live with anyway he only saying that cause girl on XM Radio Peebo Bryson got this song about she just want to get it or whatever it's called. Some little nasty uh, cat daddy <laughs> song. And he think really think that that's his jam. Well, it could be his jam. I love people. I instantly think of any, like, Beauty Disney movie. Beast? Yeah. <laughs> that was the bop when we like, was little. Oh, my God. Him singing that song. It's like, oh, that's amazing. So y'all um, pray for people yes. and Bushwick Bill. Mm-hmm. Girl, from the ghetto boys, yeah. It's, it's been just a, a like it's a lot. That's it's a lot. A That's a lot of people. They say he has stage four. Was it pancreatic? pancreatic. Mm-hmm. 
y'all. Mm-hmm. My spirit is weary. Yeah, so that it just lift all their families up. Yeah. And for real prayers, not, you know. Um. Okay, I have one more series. We're going to de-escalate as we go. Oh, okay. <coughs> um. UNC... Yeah. Charlotte. There was not sh- de-escalate. These people died too. No, I'm <laughs> saying we going from most devastation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there were two people killed and two others injured with life-threatening injuries. Yeah. So we want to pray for everybody over now, there. Now I didn't quite read this story um in detail, but I do know that it was a shooter came onto campus. He was a student there, right? I or no. think so, but I'm not sure. Because I saw something about, and it may just be somebody tweeted this, but they were like, two students died today. I think it was like last day of school or last day of testing or something uh-huh. like that. And then a student came and shot up, I guess, whatever building or college that he was a part of because he was mad about like some grades or something he had. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, I did see that. So it was, it's just something so like minute, like really, dude, your grades, you didn't took two lives. For your grades. I can't. That's why we needed a professional here for this mental health stuff. Because yeah. I know that's what he going to claim. Uh, you know. I know you he going to claim it. Because I, you know what? <laughs> and I haven't seen a picture of him yet. I have. Oh, okay. I ain't seen him. I seen the two people that um died, but I haven't seen him. And I saw a video of like kids running. I couldn't imagine. Girl. Because <sighs> it. See, that's why I don't really go out when I go home. Cause they love to fight and shoot in the parking lot, and I don't have time. I'm big. I can't run as fast. Nope. It's just not even that. It's just house. like even if I'm just sitting in the Cause car. Cause you imagine just chilling, like minding your business, and all of a sudden your life is on the line, yeah. and you don't even know what's you going don't know. on, yeah. where it's coming from. No, that's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. <clears throat> that's horrible. Um, horrible. And you know what? These next two people very important for a mental health episode. No. Rasby. Oh, yes. Sign him up <coughs> quick. First. Rasby was arrested for domestic violence. Girl, is he crazy? Strangu- yes. <laughs> um, strangulation. Girl. His and, girlfriend. And you know what? And I know he went far because just how he oh, acted yeah. over them sunglasses. Did the girlfriend take the sunglasses? Did she take the sunglasses? Plot twist. But still, keep your damn hands to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't want Christos to touch you, you need not Ma'am. be touching nobody Ma'am. else. Ma'am. What? I just... <laughs> just saying. Is the tour over yourself. with? No. No, no, you still out there. You, you ain't got time to be on your eye turn. You got to focus yes, and do. rehearse. We don't want you. got to focus on point. We don't want you on the stage. You already doing too much, popping too hard. <laughs> You already like going overboard. He needed. He needed. We just want J Bug on Omarion. And Fizz could will do whatever, but on Marriage Boot Camp, Fizz said he don't even want to sing. So I don't need nobody that it. don't want to give they it their all. He's doing it for the fans. No, he's doing it for the money. Drew think he that could still too. play basketball. He could join, don't uh Master P have a league? Uh, well, girl, yeah, because they were going to Shreveport. Uh, Master P team, Tiny team, and somebody else team. They a co-ed team. They need to draft fees. Uh, yeah. Because he can't make go. it in the big three. No, I wasn't talking about that. I'm talking about <laughs> some very Spally. minimum. YWCA league. <laughs> YMCA league. No, no, I said the right one. 
let me give a disclaimer first because I know we have been very vocal about not really praying for this person no more. But given the situation, we can make an exception. We got to pray for Tyrese, y'all. Now, you know. For real, for real. No, I, the videos you sent me, he really needs help. Yeah. He is, something is wrong with him. It's clear. He. And I'm not even a professional. I already was worried about him. And he was on my mind. And the first thing I saw, he had posted a picture of him crying. <laughs> and I was like, see, here it go. Here it go. He he already starting that like, shit. Like, why he have to do that? Why does he have to, like, act? And I, and I say act because I really feel like it's just an act that you're putting on that you are just in such devastation. Yeah. That you have to record yourself for the world to see. Like, to me, do that. With your wife and like have that we don't need to see that. Yeah, because then he well, he posted like a four minute video wanting to talk about how baby boy came about. Right, right. Which okay, okay. I get it. I, I yeah, get it. Okay. Cause that was definitely the turning point for his career. Right. Although his episode on Martin was good, but I get it. Although I could've you could have stayed on the Coca-Cola bus for me. I mean, baby boy is good. Baby boy is good, but I've I think if he would have remained sweet lady Tyrese, uh-huh. piercing in the chin, you know, no. we could have had something. <laughs> but then you went to acting and your head already big and it got hurt. Yeah, I feel And you. see, you just, you didn't turn me off. You turned me off. Then, I don't, it just, then he posted a picture of John Singleton and Paul Walker together and I was like, see? Probably the this only not time good. they even met. This not good. And he searched hard for that. Oh, baby. He searched hard. Like, I, he was like, I, I gotta find you. Paul and John because they're together right now on the stairway to heaven looking at me, taking care of me and my daughter and my beautiful wife. I had texted God. you earlier that day and was like, why is she going to post a Photoshop picture of the two of them together? But he found one. He I'm, he found a picture. Hard. And that one might still be Photoshop. You, you know don't what? know. Y'all just... Tyrese is sick. We're going to give him this one. I'm not adding him back to the weekly prayer. Like, he not going to be a resident. Well, uh, throw the game in there with him, too, because he is really grieving over Nipsey. I mean... To write Lauren London a poem, sir. And he said he gonna do one Nipsey post a day until he die. What? Yeah, he... That's what he said on his Instagram. He's gonna do one Nipsey post every day until he dies. I think they need not be about Lauren. I, to me, that's just a little weird. It... It was... If I was Lauren and you had written me a poem about my love and you know you didn't give it to me privately and we share a moment you blasting it on social media and I don't even know if we were that close Mm -hmm. and I mean it just seems a little weird well you know everybody grieves in their own way I need him to stop yes it's okay yes just stop just just stop because you're looking a little creepy you really are. I feel, I feel you. Okay, I got you. It's just I, I, I can't. So throw him up in, in, in there with Tyrese because they need grief counseling. 
I feel like everybody, the black community right now just need grief counseling for one reason or another because we've had a lot of loss thus far. Bitch, just everyday grief counseling we need. Oh, let me put one more on the altar oh, if, if y'all, if you will allow. Lay it at his feet. Y'all pray for my hometown to put out the Texas. Oh, we just was riding on a high because Bun B was <laughs> out here being the trio Lone Ranger. A naked oh. one at that. <laughs> <laughs> to be accosted by a naked uh, UGK yeah, Sir, how do you feel? Y'all listen So right now they're having elections For local officials in the city of Port Arthur One of the peop- People Running for candidates. One of the people that's running for mayor um, Was recently Outed for some Extremely Racist status. Clarence. Chuck, Chuck Vincent. Chuck Vincent. And I mean, it's not like one or two. It's a lot. It's disrespectful. It's disgusting. And he does not give a damn. Like, he went live yesterday to address one of the statuses that's being reposted the most. Mm-hmm. Because he says, like, black lives don't matter. He used the N-word a couple times in the status or whatever. In the video, he uses the N-word probably about eight times. He basically is just saying it in a bar, a 16 bar. I yeah. swear he just was saying it. Over, 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 over. Cursing. A-N-E-R. Yeah, cursing just a lot. And y'all... Trust and believe there are people fully in support of him. That's crazy. Talking about, you know, we're praying for you, Chuck. You know, we hope that you're the next mayor Port Arthur. So I just... I don't even know how Port Arthur can have a white mayor. I just don't even know. I mean, it's possible only because of the areas that's not really considered Port Arthur, but But it is. uh Mm -hmm. So, you know, like... Well, I don't want to say Missouri City because that does operate as a separate city, but it's like Port Acres, Nederland. It's like little small surrounding areas. Right. And see, in my hometown, my neighborhood is outside of the city limits, Mm -hmm. so we don't vote for mayor. Yeah. We don't partake in that. So I would just think it would be the same thing for people that lived outside of Port Arthur's city limits but I mean I guess it's different when you're in a smaller town yeah everybody can't have a mayor because technically a lot of them are really just neighborhoods yeah. that have a name yeah like El Vesta and stuff like yeah. that so I just I really want to pray for my city because I for one I hope and pray this man does not win but I'm also concerned about what happens if he his does sa- his safety just period now yeah, that like, ooh. it's out there so I just want to pray for my city did you have anything else you know I uh, I know I'm not the biggest fan of this person, you know what I'm saying? But I think that right now with Remy just having oh, a baby, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that she needs a little prayer right now. Okay. Okay? Now, like I said, if she punched a child, that's what I got a problem with, whether parole or not. You mm-hmm. just too grown, and the stepdaughter is not 15 years old. She yeah. is over in her 20s as well. She can fight for her damn self. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no need for you to even get involved in this shit. Uh-huh. You, y'all need to be fighting a nigga that was so say beating her ass. Mm-hmm. Not Britney. Not that I even give a fuck about Britney, okay? Right. Let's just be clear about that. She don't mm-hmm. like lip glosses popping. I like her. 
Bianca. Okay, whatever. Um, so and lip gloss is popping this little mama. Oh, <laughs> chicken noodle is. soup is chicken the girl. noodle soup, but I like lip gloss popping too. Okay. Um, what's the girl name? Remy support supposedly went on and turned herself in. Yeah, she did. Um, because they had issued a warrant for her arrest and whatnot, so she turned herself in along with her lawyer. Very very smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Bailed out of jail. Very small amount. I think this is even just a misdemeanor. I think mm-hmm. misdemeanor assault. Um, I think the homegirl Brittany is also trying to have a uh civil suit against Remy. I'm sure. So the girl mama did a press conference. Oh, really? Girl, yes. Like she ain't got no mama. It's her grandma. Oh, they her grandma. It was her mama. Oh, cause her. It, what we've seen on the show is she does all this to take care of her grandma. Her grandma is really, really sick. Oh, I don't know. I ain't never seen nothing about no mama. Well, the mama did a press conference to talk about what was happening. Like, the girl got punched in the right, face. Right, she got like, punched in the eye. Like, down. she didn't get slashed with a blade. Yeah. She didn't get stabbed. Like, her leg ain't broken. Like, literally, you got punched in the eye. Your eyes already looked baggy anyway, bitch. Like, so it ain't like <laughs> you look any fucking different. You yeah. already was messed up. So, um, Remy's lawyer is saying that nothing happened she wasn't even there video camera to prove it i mean videotapes to prove it Mm -hmm. nothing to see here but then he also says she wasn't there when it happened okay so what happened i don't know which one did because why would britney say that remy punched her if homegirl punched her I don't know you can't be that devious to want to send somebody that just had a baby four months ago to jail I don't know. Like, that's I don't just put silly to me. Past nobody nowadays. Like, again, you only got punched <clears throat> in your eye. Right. You weren't the bitch that got sliced with the bottle or shot at. Like, I mean, you yeah. only got punched in your eye and nobody saw it. So we really didn't even have to know. So the whole embarrassment thing didn't have to occur because we didn't have to know that you got she punched in your eye. She the one posted it on Instagram. Exactly. I don't know. She out here trying to secure that bag. I mean, but see, this I is not even securing Remy. that bag, though. This is somebody's, like, life. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, suit, though. Well, yeah, but, point. but the first thing, though, is this lady is going to go to jail yeah. for a violation. You'll get paid whenever you get paid. Ask 50 Cent. Yeah. Oh, okay. And um, the Goldman people, they've been waiting on OJ to pay them for years. Good luck with that. I don't know, I just... One, I would be upset that Remy did it knowing what she had to lose. But, girl, you got punched. Like, take that L, put your little ice pack on. Yeah, a steak And go or something. about your business. I just hope, I just think period is cheering business and Remy shouldn't have even, like, been in the vicinity with the girl to punch her. Maybe I can call you a bitch and tell you you're a little ratchet hoe or something. I don't yeah. know, but... I'm not about to put my hands. Let's say me fighting a 17-year-old. I don't have the time. You probably got more energy than me anyway. Exactly. Well, let's, if that's the case, too, we need to pray for Papoose. Oh, yeah. Because my guy is not going to handle this well. So you know what? I think he will because he has the baby. He he going to be, like, tough and strong, and he going to be fucking daddy daycare bitch. Oh, that's you hear true. me? That's true. He going to get that shit fucking done. And her I name reminisce feel- anyway. Shit, she there. It's her. I still feel bad for him. Oh, yeah. I know he cries hard at night. Oh, girl. Weep. I know he. Weep. I know. Okay. 
Because he, he probably, probably was so mad at himself. Car. He probably was so mad at himself because he tries to protect her at all costs. Yeah. Come on, babe. We got to go. It's 730. Yep. You can't be out too late. We got to mm-hmm. get on. Like, he be on it. Because <clears throat> he, he ain't ready to do no more time. He did that time with her. Yeah. It's going to be all right, Pepoo. Stay strong. Girl, you better pray oh, for him. Mm-hmm. You better pray mm-hmm. for him. You had a happy prayer. You didn't want to tell the oh, people. Oh, girl, I skip right. It was too much going on. I apologize. Let's. You have to change the energy <laughs> <laughs> in this place. So, um, Eva from Real Housewives of Atlanta and her husband Mike Sterling mm-hmm. announced that they are expecting another baby. That's cute. That's right, girl. Yes, pop him out, girl. Grown head, girl. He, yeah, you buy he one more like after a that. stable guy. Now, that's just too many. Four? Yeah. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. But they are cute. They're a cute little family unit. They are. <clears throat> they are cute. So I'm happy for her. I am. Is that why, how she, why she look like a tree at the reunion? You know, I'm wondering if that's why. But they recorded that. Yeah, that was, I guess, a while ago. And she's yeah. only like, for mm. Mm. that show you how baggy she dressed though because when I saw the picture of her belly I was like wait what she's definitely you know that bohemian yeah. chic style so, so. She could pull it off. yeah she could she could for sure Ooh. well thank God for the babies to just turn the whole thing around you know life bring life into this world that's right we need Jesus alright well so as I said, tonight is our mental health episode. So we have some special questions that are focused in the mental health arena. So would you like to introduce yourself to the listener? You want to play the thing first? Well, I'm going to let it introduce herself and then we was going to pop it off. Okay, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I do this all, all the time. I interrupt times. Okay, my name is Brittany Green and I'm a licensed professional counselor. Uh, intern and I work at a private practice in Katy um, as well as an intensive outpatient. Okay. Okay. All right. So you ready to help guide some people through this here thing? Hopefully. All right. Well, let's get it started. Question. All right. Okay. Do you okay? Do you have a limit on how many questions we could do this? Oh week? my word! Don't do that. I'm asking ahead of time. Five. Ugh, girl, you ain't giving me much to work with. Six. Okay. <clears throat> because I say that because I don't know how in depth we would go on a question. That's true. Okay, you're right. All right. Question. So. I'm dealing with what I believe to be OCD, but I haven't been officially diagnosed yet for the past few years. My obsessions and compulsions have made life much harder. I feel like I can't go out in public and be normal. I started seeing a therapist because of my depression. My therapist is a sweet person, but I feel like my sessions are useless. I go home and feel the same way. I started seeing her in February. Is it normal for therapy to take a while to work? I don't know what I should do. Wow. 
Okay, so there are several things there. So the great thing is that person is already getting help for something, Mm -hmm. which is, I guess, depression. However, you may come into counseling for one thing, but a counselor is going to see you as a whole person. And so they're going to start taking, you know, keys from you. Like, so Mm -hmm. she's going to talk about these obsessions or compulsions that she's been having And then they'll start talking about that. Yes, counseling takes a while to work, depending on the person and whatever you are dealing with. So we know a certain timetable, depending on what thing you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Okay. So is there a certain amount of time where maybe you would tell them if you still don't feel like you're receiving any type of help from this, maybe you should look into another therapist? Okay, so that's real touchy because with that specific question, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask that we be a team of professionals. So if they were seeing me, I'm going to refer them to a psychiatrist or to their primary care physician Mm -hmm. because we need to rule out certain things uh, medically Mm -hmm. in order to be efficient as we treat them mentally. So we want to see like depression is a disease we can see it on a brain scan, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're taking an anti-depression medication plus counseling, we've seen that that works very well. Mm-hmm. So it depends. I would like to be a team instead of just going to see a counselor. Right. Got you. Okay. Question? <clears throat> I've had a rough life. My parents have spent too much time and money on me, and sometimes I feel like I'm crazy. I don't want to be that person in the news for hurting and attacking someone, but I am afraid to talk to somebody, and I don't know if I even want to be on medication. How do I know if I need a therapist or a psychiatrist? That's I have. That's my question. Yeah. But I want pills, though. But my friends don't want me to have them. Okay. If you're wanting someone to prescribe medication, that is a psychiatrist. A psychiatrist has a medical degree, and so that is what they're going to see you for. They are not going to give you therapy. Mm. They may talk with you for maybe 10 minutes, but it's not therapy. Mm. So they are looking like your primary care physician (laughs) does. They're looking and assessing you and seeing how ready are you for whatever medication they're going to prescribe. So they just diagnose you with what it is and then prescribe their medication. But there's no, like, uh, homework, discussion. No, but Mm -hmm. you can, on your follow-up visits, you can say, well, this, well, Butrin is causing me to feel sluggish or I don't feel like I can focus at work. So you'll have time to actually, like, talk about what the medication is doing to you, but it's not psychotherapy no Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so if you're looking for it that component you need to go see a counselor but if you're looking for medication specifically Mm -hmm. that's psychiatrist but it sounds like the young lady has an anger problem Mm -hmm. and you can start with anger management but if you're not ready to tackle your anger it may not work Mm. okay because your anger stems from something right and so we have to i always tell my clients like It's like I have a box in the middle of the room, right? And it's a large box. And so I'm going to take the lid off, right? Mm -hmm. And that's everything that's going on in your life. 
And so you're going to pull out all these things and the room is going to be a mess with all those things. And then we're going to gently put everything back into the box, but with like a nice bow on it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take all of your past, your family's past, family cycles, what's going on in your life, your work, all those things, relationship. And then we're going to put it back in and close the box. So it's going to get way messier before it gets better, Mm -hmm. but it does get better. You just have to be consistent. So that's when, like, when people say you have to be ready to do the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's because you still have to sort through all of these things. Yeah, and it's work. And it, you're not, sometimes you're going to leave and you're not going to feel, it's, it's not like it's a happy pill to come to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, it's going to make you happier because you've worked on yourself. It's like a sense of pride. Mm-hmm. And then you know how to make decisions better. Mm-hmm. And then you can calculate your next move and feel confident. So it creates the thing that you've been missing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question? Wait. Oh, go ahead. So how do you know <laughs> which one to choose? How do you know? I would say be thoughtful because if, like that specific question, they were like, I don't know if I only want to take medication. Mm-hmm. I would start with a therapist. Okay. Um, And I would be, you know, we have social media now with all these great groups and things. And you can see and talk to people on there, kind of figure out, like, get a professional group <laughs> that you see of therapists or psychiatrists or doctors and say, hey, I'm experiencing this. What should I do? So you don't exhaust, you know. Either way, Mm -hmm. I would say start with a counselor, but you can just come in for an information session and just kind of see what would I be doing here? What would this look like for me? What type of therapist are you? Because that's the thing. You have to merge with someone who actually thinks very similarly to which direction you're trying to go into. Mm -hmm. If it's someone who maybe not be the same culture as you, maybe not the same sex as you, that's okay because we're trained to be multicultural counselors. So you want to know that Mm -hmm. before you go in. You want to say, have you dealt with people who have Mm -hmm. this issue? Can I find your profile somewhere? So start with research. Mm -hmm. And then when you find someone who you Say, okay, I might want to give that person a chance and then give them an actual chance. Okay. Now, if I go, so say, let's say I try that and I just find somebody off of Google or whatever. Is there something in particular that I should be looking for or be mindful of to know, I guess, if I am a good fit? Yes. Several things. So if someone hasn't dealt with your specific situation before. Mm -hmm. You may want to ask for a referral, but that might be, you you know, you may be okay with exploring it with that therapist. But if you're having a really severe obsessive compulsive disorder situation, right? Typically, as a therapist, I might refer you to an OCD institute in Houston. Mm -hmm. Because OCD comes in a whole It's a whole slew of things. Right. Mm -hmm. So if it's something that a counselor feels like they're not um, that they can't provide the best service, ethically, we have to refer you to who will. And if you say, I don't want to go to that referral, then we document that you said that you wanted to stay with us. And so we in we go get educated more. So that's our due diligence, right? Mm-hmm. So we say, okay, I'm going to bring all the things I know and we're going to learn some things together. Okay. I like to hear that. Okay. Question. <clears throat> now, this is a good one. 
My boyfriend and I have been together for over a year now. In this past year, he has mentioned wanting to go to therapy. He went through a divorce and he carries a lot of that blame on himself. It's been about nine months since we first had the conversation and he still hasn't acted on it. Is there a way that I can get him to go to therapy without me sounding judgmental? If he already suggested it, I don't believe that it would sound judgmental. Mm -hmm. I think that person may need to check what their, the words that they may say, you know, Mm -hmm. don't say it. You ain't going to therapy yet? You know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm kind of sarcastic or whatever, but maybe encouraging because, you know, they do have that bond and relationship Mm -hmm. where you can comfortably say, hey, babe, I scheduled you an appointment. Now, is that... Go ahead. See, I'm triggered by by this because my fiancé, I I think, has serious problems. I think that he's bipolar. I think he has anger problems. Well, I know he has anger problems. I think he's bipolar. And I think it's a lot of stuff that he needs to kind of unpack. And he has admitted, like, I definitely need anger management. I definitely need a counselor. There is some... You know, I need Mm -hmm. to talk to somebody. My few shouldn't be this short. So... To me, when you acknowledge those things, then, you know, it shouldn't be up to me to make your appointment or to research and find you a counselor. Like, I I feel like I want to be encouraging, but I don't want to do the work for you because you're going to have to do the work by yourself anyway. I can't come to your meeting and unpack your inf- even though I probably could. I probably could just really <laughs> unpack his life to his counselor. But he needs, to, to me, he needs to do that for himself. And so... I don't set set the appointment and I actually don't say anything about it at all. I don't mention it. Like is I'm it, just gonna go get my own counseling. Is it a problem for you? His baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like <laughs> Yeah. Okay. When 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 he is behaving irrationally, right. it's right. a it's a huge problem because I don't want them to they say that I'm, you know, attacking him or being mean. But so, it's when the behavior is occurring, it's definitely a problem. And it's a it's a problem for him as well, you know, because when you have issues at work and things like that, you know, you're jeopardizing your life, my life. And so it's a problem. And I think that's what makes him acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. But I need him to take the action with it. So just given like a professional stance on the relationship. So the world is against you, right? Just if you look at the model like that, you you two are a unit. It won't be enabling when it's something to better your relationship. Mm-hmm. So if you're hesitant to help in that way, like you feel like I can't, you know, take him, you know, I can't bring the host, horse to water, right, right, right. you know, kind of thing. It's You have to strip yourself of that because that type of thinking won't allow you guys to progress because you're going to learn in with your therapist how to build. And that's counterproductive mm-hmm. to building because mm-hmm. people who build, build bridges. They don't break them apart because that person could have did that for themselves. Mm-hmm. No, they really do walk your hand in hand and go help. That's just what you do. You may exhaust yourself with helping people because you are a helper because that's what you'll learn 
especially with someone who's dealing with maybe bipolar, which is a mood disorder, mm. you would want to help them because their mood isn't always as stable. So when they're up, they don't feel like they need us. And so when they're down, they're like, man, I need y'all, but I'm so bad I can't come, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So you being the light at the end of the tunnel and saying, hey, I scheduled us an appointment. It's in two weeks. I'm looking forward to it, you know, kind of thing. But it just depends on how you look at it. But look at you guys as a unit, a unit that encourages each other, that you can enable a behavior that's a good behavior. That's just like if your spouse has diabetes or heart disease and they continually eat poorly, um, you may take it upon yourself to stop purchasing certain things Mm -hmm. in the home. However, we look at it very differently when it's mental health. We say, oh, they can do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a disease, mm-hmm. you know, so it's something outside of that person. So it's hard to get that get up and go to go get help mm-hmm. when the world is not telling you to do that. Okay. <laughs> that was a word. That was a word in this place. I just had to acknowledge this here, Queen. <laughs> For what she had put out into the atmosphere just now. That's funny. And what I would probably tell her as my counselor in the room was like, I'm fucking tired. I'm tired of helping his ass and holding his hand. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but you know what she said that stuck out to me that I feel like probably all of us are guilty of? It's just on how you think about it. it like, yeah, it's no, just about me. how yeah. you look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that that was like a lot. Mm-hmm. That was a lot mm-hmm. for real. Like, <laughs> no, 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 really, no, seriously, for real. Because it is about because there's so many things that you could say. Well, I'm not gonna do it because he could do it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they grown, mm-hmm. but it's about if you look at it as no, I'm gonna make sure we get this done because he's gonna... really sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> You had put a lot up in it. (laughs) But hey, I'm excited about it because my first appointment I will be scheduling on tomorrow because my insurance started on Wednesday. Praise. (laughs) We have to give a good price for new insurance. Oh, yeah. It's a hallelujah, girl. It's been too long. So, you know what? And that does bring up one thing I did want us to make sure we touch tonight. If a person feels like they want to go to therapy, Mm -hmm. but they don't have insurance, mm -hmm. you know, financially, they can't just afford, you know, to pay cash to go. What would you suggest? Okay, so there are tons of ways to get help. Mm -hmm. Um, You can start depending like if you do have a job and you say I can pay something but I can't pay those fees right Uh if you were to call our office we would say well they'll send a quick email to all the clinicians it's 24 of us Mm -hmm. they'll say who wants to do a pro bono okay so we do take on people every year who can't afford it right Mm -hmm. but they need the help Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm ethically bound to do I want to help people Right. Nobody goes into counseling to get rich. Mm-hmm. We come because our hearts bring us. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Ask the office that you call if someone does pro bono. Are there sliding scales, meaning it's going to slide down to something that's more reasonable to you? Mm-hmm. Um, or can you do a certain amount of sessions mm-hmm. at a certain amount and then you'll be at a different 
bracket maybe in six months or a year, right? Mm -hmm. Because if it's something more intense where I need to see you every single week, like an anger management or something severe Mm -hmm. uh, like psychosis and things like that, then, of course, we want to help you. We don't want to say, okay, you can't pay this, so we don't want you to. But you can also go to your local church. They have counseling centers that are free Mm -hmm. um, and get into their schedules. And they typically will have a resource binder where it's say Salvation Army is having counselors there on certain days. Mm -hmm. Typically, that's for the, um, you know, for the homeless individuals. But still, we go out and we provide services for them all the time. So just find out how you can get help. Psychology Today is a good website to go to to find um, individuals in your city, in your state, and they do have a filter for that. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Good. Good question, girl. Question. I try. (laughs) So my family is toxic and dysfunctional. The few friends that I do have have already abandoned me. I have no significant other, and my coworkers barely interact with me. I'm tired of fighting depression alone. I've tried therapy, medication, and I feel there's been no real improvement. Physically, I feel like shit most days. I'm exhausted, but I can't get any rest, and I barely want to eat. I can't keep this up. I know there are tons of people in worse situations, but I just don't have it in me to get past this. What can I do? Okay. (laughs) That was heavy. It is, but that's realistic. And I'm going to tell you that depression wrote that letter Mm -hmm. because the way that that person is looking at everything, Mm -hmm. there's no light at the end of the tunnel in that letter. Mm -hmm. It's saying my... I came from people who are dysfunctional. My family is dysfunctional altogether. Mm -hmm. Don't really have many friends. People at work don't talk to me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I can tell you why, because you're exhibiting the behavior of the people that you don't talk to. Mm -hmm. So it's a cycle. So even though you, despite yourself, you are your family. And so you have to make certain that the part of you that shows to others is something that you are proud of Mm -hmm. and that you would want to be around. And so that's hard when depression is you know, bogging you down like that. So medication hasn't worked. What I would say first is go see your primary care physician or whoever prescribed you your medication. Are you communicating with them that it does not work? And when people tell me that my medication does not work, I then ask them, are you drinking water? What's your diet like? Are you drinking alcohol? Are you smoking marijuana or any other type of drugs? Because typically people will self-medicate when medication does not work. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be counteractive to your medication. So no, your medication does not work. I'm not saying that specific person has these issues. But typically that's what I kind of do a checklist for. Mm -hmm. And then typically they'll say, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, my diet, not good. I eat, you know pretty bad or Mm -hmm. I don't drink water if you're not drinking water the medication alone it's not helping right Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not doing what it needs to do in your bloodstream or in your brain to make it work Mm -hmm. um also if the primary care physician can't prescribe something differently or you can't go to maybe a more intensive counseling program like a daily program that you can go to there's tons of things that you can do Cost may be an issue, though, depending. So 
there's TMS um, treatments where they can do the transmagnetic, you know, um, to your head. They put the magnets. Uh And that has worked very well with women with depression um, who have been diagnosed with major depression disorder. And they have an institute in Katy, a little composite one. But they have like hundreds of campuses. So depending on where they are. Mm-hmm. But that typically works for people who have that issue where the medication doesn't work and talk therapy is not working. Okay. Okay. Question. <clears throat> so I took an online health test. The results said that I could be experiencing or be at risk of experiencing depression. However, I don't sit in my room crying all day, nor do I want to kill myself. Is it possible to be depressed without knowing it? Because people think depression is those are those things like mm-hmm. I sit alone. Yeah, being depressed can be you know some people undereat, some people overeat. It's the loss of interest in things that you used to do. You don't know you no longer find joy in doing those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be in a room full of people and feel lonely. Mm-hmm. That that's when it's. That's when I see clues like some people used to have really great hygiene and now they don't. Mm -hmm. Or you used to make yourself up and now you don't. Mm -hmm. You don't care about certain things that you used to really care about. You used to go visit your family once a month. Now you don't do it. Mm -hmm. You know, those types of things are the real life things that we're looking for to meet those checklists to actually say that a person has depression. Mm -hmm. Now, depression can be situational, and people don't understand that. Like, say, for instance, last year, this time, you went through a major breakup. Your body is still going to feel that this time this year. Mm. And so you, all of a sudden, last week, you start feeling real down, and you don't know why. You're like, my life is pretty good. Mm. But it's your body remembering those things, especially anniversaries of deaths. Mm. Um, Any type of grief, your body remembers that. So it's up to you to make sure you're taking time for self-care because you understand when things are about to come up. So if your grandmother passed away and it was in the summer and you always went to this certain spot, you know, Mm -hmm. a month before that, I'm going to ask people self-care, self-care, self-care. Do a lot of things Mm -hmm. that are going to make certain that you're okay. So it, it, it really depends. Okay, and you said something else that I want us to touch on. People talk about self-care a lot, Mm -hmm. and then they'll say, like, oh, I went and bought a new purse or whatever. But what would you consider, like, genuine self-care as far as your mental health? Okay, so it's different areas of self-care. So you want to hit all the areas, not Mm -hmm. just one. So spiritual, physical, education, you want to go into... It's nice to go get a nice new something, right? Right. And that might be okay for the moment, but that didn't heal anything traumatic. Right. You know, like taking care of self means I can sit with myself and I can be present in this moment Mm -hmm. and I can appreciate what's around me, like gratitude, mindfulness, meditating, things like that, because then you're going to break down what your body is feeling, If I've gone through some bad breakups or if I'm in a situation where I don't know what to do with my anger, it's not going to help if you go spend. Right. So things that I suggest for people to do is typically meditate, yoga, taking a walk, being in nature, reading a good book, journaling, 
things that are actually going to get your feelings out and not just something that's going to, you know, distract you in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Those are nice, but that's not self-care. Question. Ooh. I feel triggered by a lot of this stuff. It feel like it I applies. Know. <laughs> but I, I know I need help. <clears throat> we all do. So I have anxiety and stress and it only keeps getting worse. I had my second therapy session today about dealing with anxiety and it didn't make any difference. It was just a short introduction on how I feel. And then she said the next session, which is two weeks away, is really going to help. But I need help now. My anxiety is literally driving me insane. I have sleepless nights, which means that during the day, I'm tired and restless. I stress over the smallest, insignificant things, and I overthink little situations. I really need help calming down and not overthinking, but I literally don't know how. Okay. So for that person, don't be afraid to tell your therapist you need to be seen sooner. Because typically we want to say, some people we see weekly, of course, for certain things. And some people we say, I can see you once a month. Is that okay? Just say, I want us to be seen twice a week. We have clients that we see twice a week, once mm-hmm. a week, you know. So don't be scared to have that conversation. What I'm hearing is a lot of people who aren't vocal with their therapist. Because I can only help as much as you are honest with yourself and with me. Mm-hmm. So we can't help you if we don't know that you need more help because mm-hmm. people will sit there and they'll say, okay, yeah, this is good. You know, okay. And then you'll say, you'll call them the next week and say, well, I really needed you on Monday. Mm-hmm. It's too much technology for that. We have Skype sessions. We have phone sessions. You can come in the office, all those different things. Mm-hmm. And if that person needs something more intensive, why not check yourself in somewhere? Right. If you feel like it is that severe, please go get help. There are tons of mental health hospitals, especially in Houston, that you can go to at any time. That's a valid point. Okay. Check yourself in. 5150. Okay. And, <laughs> but that's also a valid point to it's okay to tell, mm-hmm. you know, your therapist like, nah, Two weeks not going to work for me, sis. I need, like, what's the premium pack? I need (laughs) every day this week. Yeah. Yeah. What you doing tomorrow, girl? I I feel you. Question. My psychiatrist will not prescribe me Xanax. She fears young people are abusing it. I hate the physical symptoms of panic attacks. My body feels tingly and just overwhelmed, and breathing doesn't help at all. I self-medicate with Benadryl, but I read that I can't do that for long. How can I deal with my anxiety without medication? And what can I do about my therapist telling me no? Psychiatrist told you no. So when a medical doctor is telling you no, and they already know that you're abusing Benadryl, which is an Mm over-the-counter, Xanax would kill you if you did that. Mm-hmm. So in order for everyone to stay safe, the doctor is telling you what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there are tons of other medications other than Xanax that work very well for anxiety. Mm-hmm. So please take heed to what the doctor tells you. <laughs> that 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 would be my, you know, that would be something I would urge people to do. Um, try and see if you can be disciplined enough to not abuse any other drug for maybe six weeks 
to maybe three months and mm. then ask the doctor, would you be willing to prescribe me this now that I'm not abusing another drug? What can Benadryl do for anxiety? I wouldn't even think to do that. Benadryl is typically like a downer, so it'll calm you down enough to make your mind stop racing and it'll make you go to sleep typically. So I'm guessing that's the response that she's going for. Mm-hmm. I've never really heard of anybody really abusing Benadryl like that because it's an antihistamine. Yeah. So it typically makes you very sleepy, very drowsy. I'm not sure how she gets through her day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, what? I can't yeah. even take half of it without, you know, not being able I'm to gone. function. Yeah. yeah, it's nighttime. <laughs> so, but maybe she enjoys that, that down mm-hmm. of her brain. Mm-hmm. What you need to do, someone who is having that high anxiety, I would suggest DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy. Um, and that is going to help you with impulsive behavior. It's going to help you with being more mindful. It's going to help you with all those things that make your mind race. And it's going to get you actual skills that you can actually do mm-hmm. in order to stop it. Oh, because that'd be yeah. mean. I would just say, go get you a sack of that dank. So a anyway. Couple of <laughs> Smoke your blunt and go to sleep. But see, that's not on that prescribed medication. But she's not. She's not she prescribed. No, the the psychiatrist won't prescribe her Xanax. Oh, okay. But the fact that she goes to a psychiatrist, she's something, getting she's something. getting something. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Okay. Question. I'm thinking about going to a psychiatrist because I think I may need antidepressants. The problem is I'm kind of scared to be on medication. Do you have to stay on them forever or how long do you usually take them? Is it an issue if I get generic versus brand name? So many questions. Is it really okay to be on antidepressants? Is it okay is a very vague question, but Mm -hmm. of course, as a professional who agrees with it, I'm very biased to it because I know how well they've worked for people. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I'm a little biased. So, I believe it's okay. Yeah. However, that's a personal question to ask yourself. Is this okay for me? Right. What you want to do is when you go into your doctor, you want to write down all these questions that you have. Mm-hmm. And then you address them with the doctor and the nurse or whomever you get more time with. Mm-hmm. And say, how long would I have to be on this medication? Because if he wants to give you a long-term medication, then maybe he would say, okay, let me prescribe you something short-term. Mm-hmm. Now, this one, we can see a six-month range and see how that goes, right? Mm-hmm. So if that's your goal, you have to know your goal before you go in there. Right. So if your goal is to actually work on yourself, take the medication along with therapy, and just get this stuff taken care of, then, of course, you know, the doctor is going to be in your corner. Mm-hmm. But if you're just wanting to do medication solely, no mm-hmm. therapy, they may prescribe something long term. Okay. And we have one question. Just want to know, is it a bad thing if you are if your main concern in finding a therapist is that they're a black person? Oh. I don't know why that would be a bad concern. Mm-hmm. Should I don't white know, just, people go to oh black God. therapists? I think you should go to a skilled professional. Mm-hmm. I think you should go to someone who 
you can build rapport with and who you have a bond with and who helps you. Regardless of race, creed, or color. Regardless. However, I know, I mean, we're all black in this room. So (laughs) if I know a lot of people in different associations that I'm in, they are professional black counselors and they put their themselves out as professional black counselors, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so people come to them because of that. Now, it worries me when people come in with black issues. And when I say black issues, I mean the the state of the current world, mm-hmm. the current United mm-hmm. States, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are dealing with racism, um, getting pulled over, um, systemic racism, you know, all those types of things. And if you go to a professional who has no clue about it, mm-hmm. that would be my concern for you mm-hmm. because you do want to go to someone who understands that those things exist. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And some therapists don't understand mm-hmm. that or don't know that or aren't skilled in that and don't want to be. Mm-hmm. So that would be my concern for you to get help where you know you can get help. So if that's something specific to you, like you have an issue like that, then maybe that's someone you would seek out a black professional. But typically we all are very versed on everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. black people can do anything and talk to anybody. So. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Black people can. I feel like we're magic. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, it's just certain things that I, like for me, I want to be able to talk to you like about what it's like being young and black in corporate. And I want to know, even if you don't say it, Mm -hmm. I want to know that you understand exactly what I'm talking about versus me talking to somebody who's not a person of color. And in the back of my head, I'm like, this girl just shaking her head. She don't, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. like it's a different comfort level, I guess, when you feel like somebody can at least identify with what you right, right, right. talk about. That's ex- like it's so true. And I I work at a at an office that's predominantly Hispanic. Mm-hmm. I think I'm one of maybe two or three um, African Americans there. But when I do get Spanish-speaking clients and I know that they typically would prefer someone who, you know, is from where they are from or Mm -hmm. speaks it as their primary language, right, if they speak Spanish. So it just depends because I I would want that comfort, you know. So go where you're comfortable, but go. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, that was all I had for the listener questions. And I feel like... Oh, I got my session. That's how I feel. I'm healed. I feel like, thanks, Doc. See you in two weeks. (laughs) No, no, no. no. See you next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be one of them next week patients. Mm -hmm. So is it normal maybe for, like, if a person is a new patient, Mm -hmm. is it normal for there to be a little resistance at first or a little discomfort? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is that hard for you, like, on your end of it? Is it hard to try to, you know, get, I guess, the rapport going between the two of y'all when you see that they're real kind of standoffish still? At times. But my my goal is always to allow the person to be exactly who they would like to be in that room with mm-hmm. me. And eventually, they're going to open up. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is... Just the atmosphere that we create, Mm -hmm. we're going to make you comfortable. You're going to be able to talk. 
a lot of people have very uh, all those misconceptions about therapists, especially if it's a couple coming in. Mm-hmm. The male typically thinks that I'm here to okay. side uh-huh. with uh-huh. Um, the female mm-hmm. or that is not what we do. We don't take your side. We help you see your own patterns in order to make better decisions. We help you through the journey, but we are not deciding your life. We are not making any decisions for you. And we rarely give much advice as much as we're pointing out, oh, you did that in December of 2016. Did you notice that you just did that last month? Mm. What do you think about that? Is that a pattern for you? It's more just exploratory. So, but it's exploring all these things that make you say, oh, I do do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's up to you if that's something that you want to work on or not. So it's going to be an environment where you will learn and grow. And however you want that relationship to go with your counselor, just be open and honest and upfront. But if it gets to a point where you are not opening up, Ethically, I cannot continue to take your money. Mm-hmm. I will have a conversation with you and I'll say, unfortunately, it just seems like it's not this time isn't the right time. Or maybe you might be better with someone else. So I'm going to this will be our last session. Mm-hmm. And so we would terminate the client because of that. Mm. Ooh, that would break my heart. Yeah, I'd be like, never mind. What you want to know? What you want to yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'll and that's typically how that how that goes. But really? yeah, majority they'll say, okay, okay, I'll work on it. You know, because mm-hmm. we know when you're not doing the homework. You mm-hmm. know, we know when you're not working on anything, and you just came. Mm-hmm. You know, if we give you tasks to do, it's for a reason. It's for you. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not for us to. You know, it's it's for you. So if you're not doing it, we definitely can see and. We definitely want you to get help when you're ready. Now, what would you say to somebody that maybe is deep down secretly thinking about it, but they're just too scared? To go. Yeah. Do something that's comfortable to you. Maybe um, schedule a Skype session Mm -hmm. with a therapist where you don't have to leave your comfort zone. And you could just turn your phone around or turn your computer on Mm -hmm. and then just do maybe a 15 minute to 20 minute session and get it, you know, tear the bandaid off, kind of, so to speak, because it's not as bad as it is. It may seem. Mm -hmm. And we're not trying to be there. We're not judgmental and we're not trying to point fingers or blame anyone for anything. We just really want to talk to you and figure out how we can help. Now, do you recommend couples counseling? Like, because I know some people do like premarital counseling <laughs> when they're about to get married. <clears throat> but you being shady. No, I'm not. But do you? Because, well, and I say this because a Facebook group I was in, somebody mm-hmm. was saying how him and his girlfriend had gone to couples counseling just because. Uh-huh. And other people were like, you know, that's something you do with somebody if y'all about to get married. Like, nobody just goes with their girlfriend. Oh, no, I suggest you go. Mm-hmm. Because if you wait until premarital counseling, that means that you've gotten to a point in your relationship where you're about to spend forever together. Mm-hmm. And so what happens in those sessions is that we bring up a whole bunch of things, right, mm-hmm. that you may not have explored together. How you want to raise kids. We make you balance your budget. We make you do all those things, right, together mm-hmm. as a married couple because we're 
showing you how to become one. Mm-hmm. The benefits of coming beforehand is that we can have those crucial conversations where you can actually figure out if y'all still want to be together. Mm-hmm. It's And some people come in for like a little tune-up. That's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. But you can always come to a counselor if you're having an argument in your home mm-hmm. and you can't seem to f- get to a conclusion and it keeps coming up and up and up and up. You can come to a counselor just for that one issue. But people don't understand, you know, they want... I'm not sure why they run to friends when you can run to an unbiased person mm-hmm. who's actually going to work you through it and give you communication styles and tell you a little bit about how each of you work in order to work better together. Mm-hmm. Now, has there ever been a couple who came in with maybe in the back of your mind, you were like, oh, no, this is not the one, but they were able to still get past it? Still being shady. I'm not being shady. It's okay. I'm not being shady. All I'm just, I just think, well, I think because when I saw this debate, it just kind of shocked me that people felt like couples counseling isn't a thing unless you're getting married. What like, I just think? thought that was odd. <laughs> Why? Because I feel like if, like, let's say we live together, mm-hmm. I feel like we could benefit from counseling just like people go to counseling with their parents or mm-hmm. whoever just, I don't know. I don't see how it equates to marriage. And that's just me. So I was just shocked to see so many people. Oh. It was like well, 200 something comments. I don't see how it equates to marriage either. I think that, you know, if you're in that relationship, if it's long term, like you said, if y'all live together, what's wrong with going to counseling? Yeah, like, but it was like yeah. 280 comments. And people were hard down, like, debating, like, no, that's for married couples. Like, it. You know, that's crazy to go if you're just in a regular relationship. And it it was just shocking to me. Right. Like, I didn't know that people really felt like that. Yeah, but ignorance is prevalent, especially online. Girl, you better say it again. So, because I would urge people to, if you need someone, you know, I would suggest, like, that's like having a cold and not going to a doctor. hmm But the cold keep coming back. Right. Why not go? And if somebody else in your household has the symptoms, you bring them too, right? Right. Because everybody needs a pack or something. You know, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's that simple to me. Mm-hmm. But I understand that people think it's foreign. But a lot of people that I've been encouraged in the last, like, year because a lot of people that others look up to have now started saying that I've been in therapy mm-hmm. or this is what you need to do to get over things like Jay-Z, people like that, you know, like they're really making mental health, you know, they're turning the way that people look at it in our community. Mm -hmm. Right. Because in other communities, that's exactly what they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where I work, it's predominantly um, Caucasian area. I'm in Katy, you know, so a lot of people come in, they'll bring their children at, you know, very young ages Mm -hmm. to get a problem taken care of because they know they don't want to see it affect school, Mm -hmm. their personal lives, Mm -hmm. athletics, whatever the case may be. But however, in the African-American community, we tend to turn to uncle or cousin Mm -hmm. or grandmother for it, which is still good. Mm -hmm. But sometimes if it keeps coming back up, a professional needs to be seen. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm not certain why people do do that because they you know black people are heavy in cycles 
Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, if I let you go to the doctor and realize what's wrong with you, mm-hmm. then you can come back and let me know what the hell right. wrong with me mm-hmm. and what's wrong with everybody. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And not just that you would tell me, but by you going to therapy, it lets you me will know. unpack yeah. what I may have caused you to experience. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. We mm-hmm. see it all the time on Ayanla. <laughs> everywhere I'm it's a serious cycle yeah absolutely but and that's why I'm glad that it seems like you know at least within the last couple of years mm-hmm. it's been a really big conversation that our community has been having like we really need to focus more on our mental health mm-hmm. and getting things in order which I'm glad because at first you know they'd be like we don't go to no therapist we don't do that you know but yet people still walking right. around creating the same, like you said, the cycle mm-hmm. over and over and over. But that's how systemic oppression is going to continue to mm-hmm. kill African-Americans because mm-hmm. our mental is strong. Mm-hmm. And if someone can make it weak mm-hmm. and tell you not to get help when they are all getting help mm-hmm. and you continue to have like that stinking thinking, you're going to continue to go down. Right. And so it needs to be a charge of our community to say that not just athletics, not just all those physical attributes, if if your mind is not strong, then we are not strong Mm -hmm. as a unit, as a family. And it's so many secrets in the black community. It's so many many things that need to be destroyed, Mm -hmm. so many cycles, and that only starts with you taking care of your mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, um, well, was there any other information that you just wanted to give? Any tips? Anything? If this sparked anything in you, come get help. Uh, you don't have to go to me. You can go to any professional. Um, but they I don't know if they get you, though. They don't know what you look like. Oh, oh, that's true. Well, they know her name. but Oh, well, they'll forget. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, you can you could definitely go on psychology today and look up any type of therapist in your area, zip code, wherever you're comfortable. Um, or you can do um therapy online. There's tons of websites. Yeah. Um, but the important thing is if you see something in you that you want to work on, even if it's career, we do career counseling, we do a lot of things that you may not know, mm. reach out. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't oh, need know that. that too. This girl here. (laughs) So, do you think you will make an appointment? Well, I'm gonna make an appointment for me, and he can come to mine. Do you think you will make an appointment for y'all? Um, yeah, no, 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 for us, yeah. But his individual counseling, like, I'll try to think about making him an appointment. It's a, it's about how you look at it, sis. And I you know, it. couples counseling, we do y'all, we we break you into individuals. Okay, mm-hmm. so that'll be a nice little. Okay, so combo. yeah, I'll sign up for couples counseling or premarital. It. I don't really care if it's called premarital couples. It's gonna be right. the same the yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Either way, we we could we in it or we ain't. Oh, anyway, was it? In- did you have any other questions? No, I got my read. Right? Like, she, well, she told listener, me who I was. <laughs> but those <laughs> listener questions, I feel like, touched on pretty much mm-hmm. everything I, you know, had wanted us to discuss. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate Thank you for you coming. so much. Thank you. And dropping some gems and speaking some words okay. on here for tonight. 
So um, we're going to take a quick break real quick, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we will be right back. Thank you to the lovely Miss Brittany Green. Thank you so much. We appreciate you Thank you, you for so having much. me. Absolutely, boo. Um, y'all were able to hear our guests trigger us for a strong 45 minutes, probably. So, Daniel, I know you didn't get to do the questions today, but you know. Yeah. Hey, how are you? I am good. May I ask how y'all are doing? Because, you know, usually y'all get on my head about that. We good. Yeah. Well, we yeah. had a mental health episode and questions. I am so. woke and brain on full. Cool. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was dropping major keys mm-hmm. like for well, real Nate was being shady against me and my no, relationship I <laughs> no I was not let me yes, ask you then okay. do you if you were in a serious relationship mm-hmm. and y'all were living together mm-hmm. would you be willing to go to couples counseling like even if y'all weren't engaged or nothing Yes and no. Okay, I, w- I w- okay. If if I'm, I would say yes if I'm really working towards something because that's the only reason how I would live with somebody. Like, I'm not about to live with no girl that's just like, you know, just a regular ass girlfriend. So okay. I would say yeah because obviously I'm trying to work towards something. And if we need it, mm-hmm. like need it, need it, then yeah. Okay, why no? No, because if my state of mind is just like. I don't really want to go anywhere further with this girl or I just feel like it won't really be beneficial, then no. So I guess it's situational. Mm-mm-mm. The mind and thoughts of a nigga. <clears throat> well, I guess. Well, you should have been in here so she could have uh, spoke a word spoke into your, your life. mental. How about that? Why? Well, she was basically saying that, like, like no, that was just one of the things. Well, yeah, she did say that, but mm-hmm. it was just one of the things we discussed. And I was saying how some dudes on Facebook were saying, like, couples counseling is like if you get married, it's not for a regular couple. And I was just surprised to see that. Hmm. Um, like I said, I think it's for, you know, I don't think it's for somebody you're dating and, right. and if you're seeing more than one person. And I don't think it's for some, you know, people that only been dating three months or something like yeah. that. But, you know, if y'all six months in and y'all are really liking each other and y'all run into a problem, maybe you can go just do a quick one and done and handle that and maybe learn that about that person. Mm-hmm. And then maybe y'all p- will be presented with, okay, is this for us? Will we work? Should yeah. we just let it go? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that we have to get out of our mind, like she said, that it's going to be a happy pill and an immediate fix. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it'll be a lot of work, a lot of stuff to unpack. And if you don't want to do it with that person, counseling could be a great place to find that out. Right. And so I think as a couple, a growing couple, working together, working on a relationship a year, two years, and y'all still together, nothing is wrong with going to discuss things that y'all may run into, mm-hmm. you know? Because mm-hmm. so. one guy I was in a relationship with, I wanted us to go to couples counseling 
But he, like she said, he was like, well, we just going to go to a female and she just going to be siding with you and saying I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And you know what? I actually, I, I'm an ignorant person that would probably say, like, they're going to side with you and they're going to think I'm wrong because in my mind, I'm just thinking I'm right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that it's hard for a lot of people to go to counseling and hear that you could be what you did, you know? Yeah. And so that that's going to be tough for me to learn mm-hmm. and that, oh, God, I do stuff wrong too. What? Oh, me? <laughs> this is news to me. How yeah. dare you say that to me? <laughs> but it's true. I have yeah. flaws too. I do stuff wrong too. I handle things incorrectly. And, and, you know, and like she said, the way I see things. So I think if we see counseling differently than a happy fix, immediate, everything's right. going to be perfectly great and fine to something that it's just a process mm-hmm. of you learning yourself, whether you remain with that person or not, mm-hmm. that it would it wouldn't be a problem right. just to go. And like she said, you know, you could also go to learn like better ways for y'all to communicate with each mm-hmm. other. Cause you know, people have different ways of communicating or how they process is. what they hear. And maybe you could just go to counseling like just to help y'all hear each other properly mm-hmm. or the way the mm-hmm. other person communicates with them. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. good. I'm glad yeah, she it came, was dope. like, for real. It was good. It was good. It was very a serious episode, so I can't wait to see what you named this one. I want to see what the response is going to be. Like, I'm interested to see the response because I do feel like people be expect mad at us? us to always just be, be ignorant, talking ratchet. shit, and just, <laughs> you know. I try to throw a little bit in there. Yeah, yeah just 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 little, just little flavor. He was on our toes. But you know, we like we care and you got to use your platform for like shit oh, you actually we got a care about. Yes, girl. Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> but you know you got to use it for like for things that I say? No. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> not until we get on TV. We good right now. Uh, Hell no. When you get TV. like a crowd of folk listening like 1000, 2000, 5000. So I ain't gonna be able to talk about <laughs> handicapped people. No. See, that's just disrespectful. What? Wait, which part? Which part is disrespectful? You talking about them or them not liking you talking about? Them? I can be honest to say that y'all crowd the dance floor. All right, so look, this <laughs> we're not thing. gonna do this every it's week. Not gonna, it's not gonna be disrespectful. We just can't. We just can't egg it on. She gotta go in, and we not say nothing. We yeah, just, I'm like, just mm, gonna be. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just, mm. I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna, I, I said that I was gonna do better about cursing too. I was gonna try to slack off the cursing since that girl called us vulgar. And I feel like yeah. vulgar is Girl, like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I feel like when you say somebody is vulgar, that means that they're very like provocative. Yeah, like and raunchy, raunchy and Girl, just we, every word is a cuss word. I don't think every word is a cuss word. No, we are vulgar. Really? At well, least every other episode I say throw that cat back. That's not that, vulgar. But, but, but vulgar. to be an animal, you're throwing back to the litter box. No. Like I feel like why we throw a fucking animal beat <laughs> to the kid to the litter box though. But I would think vulgar would be stuff like like almost like condescending, almost just like ugh, not condescending. I think vulgar is like riding face. He I sucked face. his dick from the back, play with his balls. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I be thinking is like vulgar. It's like kind of vulgar. It's kind of like, oh, wait, hold up. Oh, sister, wait, let me turn down. My baby in the car. But like, because we talk about tantry. Yeah, you very sensual sex. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should have seen what she just did. <laughs> this girl defensive about yeah. tantry. Don't nobody. You know what I tweeted yeah. you? 
Yes. It, I don't even know how Tantric came across my timeline, but it did. Like, bam. Cause Tantric is what's up. Tan- she gonna she gonna be she gonna be ecstatic once that that whole phase of we tantric to, blow that's up. That's what we need to get next is have a tantric enthusiast or specialist. Yeah, come in. But we would have to put that this shit on she, YouTube. This is how he or she gonna talk. Well, yeah. So you know we have to uh, set the mood. Gonna be <laughs> she gonna talk hella low and then she gonna be <laughs> okay, guys. So. What you can do here is <laughs> she can bring out the table and everything yeah. with, with the dummy and whatnot. <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh, De- you should have Devin come, bitch, and y'all could like you know have a tantric lesson on our YouTube and not end with sex. Y'all, y'all stand around the later. corner. Yeah, y'all can do that. Girl, later. No, when that fight and desire be pumping, <laughs> oh, ain't we waiting to drive down the street? <laughs> now, hold up. <laughs> Hold up. You I'm don't know what we did in the car after the wedding reception. Okay, girl. Uh, anyway. I'm just saying. Therefore, to have, therefore, move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, I guess we don't really have any shout-outs this week. Uh, you wanted to talk about people talking about us on LSA? Well, I mean, we could shout-out. Well, because I was hoping for some real feedback, though. And the only thing I kept seeing was that, I guess it's me that sound like Fresh Alina. And Why? I, I think just the countryness. I'm sure. Especially to people, like, not from the South. I don't know where these people are from, but I'm sure I do sound um, heavily Southern sometimes. I'm going to start talking like you in this bitch. <laughs> I have like thirteen different accents. 13 I could go different accents. country, <laughs> or I can go like to Baltimore or something. Or something. Um. Oh, I hate that you can't see the first person's name, but oh, Frescasita, Ricky Spanish. I love Frescas, by the way. That's like my new shit. What? A Fresca a drink? They're like what? They're like sparkling, like low calorie water. water. Mm-hmm. It's good. Get that orange one or the lemon lime. That shit. She turned white on us. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. We have Fresca Cita, Ricky Spanish, and Fluffy Ice 1129. Hey, y'all. And, I mean, it wasn't nothing negative here. It was cool. We sound like Fresh Alina. We or I. And they said we're not ignorant, which I thought we were pretty ignorant. Bitch, I want to be called ignorant. Right. So thank ignorant, you. Ignorant. <laughs> yeah, I think we yeah. say like some crazy shit. That's ignorant and that's ignorant. We ignorant. might be ignorant. Okay. But we not ignorant. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ignorant probably is just like because of the humor. Just like you got somebody just dying laughing all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's ignorant. Yeah, like she ignorant. crazy, that girl. Ignorant as hell. Yeah. But ignorant. <laughs> that's proper. Is that man it's that's th- running for mayor in Puerto Rico? That's oh, ignorant. Yeah. He said, "Black person rolled up." <laughs> and he said, "Pull." He said, "He said, uh, what he said." And who up? pulls up next to me? Yeah, a black, black person. person. <laughs> <laughs> that gangster hip hop blaring, <laughs> <laughs> and and got his what, ass cussed what, the fuck what out. The black boy, what the black man well, said to him? He was like, "You know, I'm a grandkid looking at me like, what are you gonna Papa, do about gonna Poppy? Do, but Yeah. And he's like, so you know, I asked. Then now he a gentleman. Right. I asked the gentleman, hey, you know, can you turn that music down and stop offending people? And he looked at me and said, 
fuck you, white motherfucker. <laughs> no, fuck you, you white cracker motherfucker. <laughs> Cut your ass out. Mind your damn business. Cut your ass out real Mind quick. Mind your damn business, bitch. Don't tell me. This music was not even bothering your ass. It don't matter what he was saying on the song. Mind your damn business and roll your windows oh, up. Poppy. Because I done customized too. stayed there too long, brother. Okay, I might he looked like he was still. He looked like he was still there the way he was posted up. Okay, now you got cussed out in front of your grandchildren. Now you looking weak. Now you looking real weak. Now you can't tell your grandkids <laughs> shit. You ain't say that to that man at the gas right, station. Right, right. Yeah, shut your ass up. Um, so I guess it's it since you had a soundtrack. Oh, it was one thing I did want to say. When we say we doing the ratchet questions, that's because we just doing the six brown treat tweet. Because originally, that's what we started doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then she had got... Wild. Whew, we had to take a break. Yeah, so wild. when we do the ratchet ones, it's because we just decide for old times' sake to just give it a try. Right. And so we're aware where the questions come from. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're going to hit us with the soundtrack of the week. Soundtrack of the week. So I'm really excited about this because I was listening to it on my own merit. Mm-hmm. And um, then I get on Twitter yesterday and I find out it's um, an 18-year anniversary of this album. What? So I'm like, wow, like what a coincidence. I was, It was already on my mind. I was already playing it, like jamming it. Mm-hmm. And so it is drum roll. We ain't got no fucking drum roll, bitch. I'm doing the best. Lean not for your own understanding. <laughs> so the soundtrack of the week is Destiny's Child Survivor. Yes. It's been 18 years? Yes. Bitch, wow. and you know, that's crazy, right? Yeah. That, when I saw that, I was like, damn, I'm old as fuck. Yes. But I remember when that came out, that's when you started having like issues with your homegirls at school. Bitch. Bitch, now that you out of my life, ho, I'm Bitch. doing much better. Let me tell you something. Survivor was like, an hour that was like, I can't stand your ass. You not my friend. You not my heart. Which okay. is probably why we have such resentment towards members that are no longer in Destiny Child because this fucking album. Yeah, like it trained us to be like, nah, bitch, y'all thought they weren't gonna sell no albums. Yeah. And did. <laughs> so and then, so, and then the when I heard the Nasty Girl mm-hmm. song, I was like, oh, this shit is so problematic. Girl, this oh shit God. is so problematic. Girl. Nasty put some clothes on, I told you. Don't I was like, no house without no clothes on. Ooh, you classless, you sleazy. Girl, yeah. I was just like, damn, they were so raw. They be reading and for I was just singing like, I know a bitch that she is just a nasty girl. Like, I know her <laughs> ass named Miranda. I don't fuck with her. Oh. Like, yes. You know Miranda don't listen to this. Oh, well. She don't give a fuck. At this point, she don't give a fuck. I did not like Miranda in middle school, so fuck <laughs> you. You a nasty girl. And then the fancy was like, I don't fancy you, child. Like, they was like slick, like capping. They was true Southern Bells at a young age. Because that's how Southern Bells, like, really are. Caddy and, like, Caddy, yeah. Girl, how beneath me. Yes. It was crazy. Um, But my favorite track on this album is Apple Pie Alamo. I just think that's the cutest, like, song. Go in. And that's the one where at the end of the album... They singing like all the different things, and they're like, Michelle, my bell. 
Yeah, it's like the it's like a DC three outro or yeah. something like that. Yeah, because it's the one with the gospel you, medley. Yes, I don't know why you jam this so hard, but serve. I did. But so Survivor is the fucking soundtrack of the week. Like jam out to that shit for real. Because I when I listened to Indi- Independent, I was like, oh, this shit really did go hard. Yeah, come on, Charlie's Angels. And so then when I flowed into Destiny Fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And we grew up, and I was in in your T-shirt. Oh, yes. I said, yes, DC. I forgot. I forgot. I really need the Lord to place it on their hearts to just give us one more go-round. I just want Beyonce to start mixing it in her fucking sets. Like, if you mix in Nasty Girl or a Fancy or a T-shirt I'm or Cater to You. I want to do Oh yeah, I need I need all the three of them because yeah. Michelle the did have the the country parts and yeah, she was... and that's all right. We need that too because the way I got my life on that portion of her oh, yeah. beach hella, yeah. like I need that. Yeah. Just you could do ten different cities, and you know what? I never went to a Destiny Child concert, and I hate myself Me, for that. I haven't even. I'm just like, I wish if nothing else, I would have went to one. Oh my god, me too. Oh my god, I wish I would have went to a Destiny Child concert. So that's what I want y'all to be on this week. Okay. You can start at the beginning because I love the first CD. My favorite song is Killing Time. That's my shit. Mm-hmm. So you can start the original DC and then go to DC three. You know, ever I- but Survivor album, you got to listen to. I'm not even gonna lie. I would be here for just a Destiny Child tour. Absolutely. Where she do her song, like they do the original DC and then two of them leave and Michelle come and then they do the DC three hits. Mm-hmm. Like, they all got to sing. What's the one that Farrah was in that Farrah and Michelle really wasn't singing? It was actually the other two girls singing. Say my name? Yeah, say my name. Yeah. And all them bitches do say my name? I ain't gonna be no good. <sighs> they gonna have to have ushers in the aisle like at church. Fanning people and I would with the love white. to see the original <laughs> together though no lie girl like that would be like the first black president <laughs> that would be like you know how when we got I Barack I would be crying and yes. just waving my arms and pr- you know like how when we pray. got Barack they was like my grandmother living for this <laughs> moment you know she never thought the day would come that would be like me 60 years old DC all four of them bitch there there. Yes. You hear me? <laughs> there. And we would be them bitches at the news reporter with interview outside the stadium and like, we can't even talk. Just oh my god. Oh my god, this is a moment I've been waiting for all my life. All my life. Oh my god, I don't know how to feel. I wish I would have seen them on tour. Like yeah. I really wish I would have gone. So I would love for them to somehow like put that together. Like just a chronological Destiny Child. One, one yeah. tour. That's all they need to do. One Ooh. more tour. That's it. Them tickets will sell out so damn yes, fast. Yes. Yes. And I would be just like when Anita Baker went on sale. I would be at my desk. Oh, you with, know with how we sit there for the Beehive tickets, bitch. How much? How be much? Be signed up on everything. They'll be high. I don't book. care. I mortgage my home. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> 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 That's when you gotta hit your landlord up. Like, look, I just I need to see if there's a way we could work something out for this month because I have a serious, serious experience serious coming show, up. Because I got to go backstage because I need a picture. Don't don't tell them that. This, like she said, I have a serious. No, experience, I'm just saying, uh, but that's experience. when you have to tell them, like, I I'm have to work something out. I gotta go. I gotta have surgery. 
Yeah, real shit. No, real shit. I lie my ass off. Like, you are not going to get it this month. So, is there some type the of payment end. plan? Can I do a deferment? Because I'm I'm not going to be able to do it. I just no, won't. Not deferment. Hey, deferment huh? means okay. you ain't paying Both shit for a minute. Ask and you shall receive. If they announce that too, I'm letting my landlord know off top. And my landlord probably be like, bitch, I already know what's going on. <laughs> okay. Like, cause I'm going too. That's why I need your rent. No, right. you gonna have to go <laughs> get from everybody ticket, else. Bitch. You gotta go make your rounds. Now I else. give you a portion. I give you whatever is left over of my rent amount after I buy this ticket. But you gonna have to wait. Oh God, bitch, cause I got to be at the DC show. Ooh, I wouldn't know what to do. That would be amazing, bro. That would be amazing. So, yeah, rock out to that. I I don't know. Let me see. Now my soundtracks is shit that I listen to. So if you guys have music or something that you think that I should listen to, mm. you know, to maybe try to put y'all on or a person I could try to put y'all on, I'll take a listen. I will. Oh shit! But I am a '80s '90s kid. Yeah. Like I, that's the shit that I listen to. I rock. I listen, still listen to. 80s, 90s, and 2000s music, okay? And our music was good as fuck. Right. The other day, um, somebody had posted a video in their story down in Houston. And when I was watching it, I was like, damn, I used to sing this song hard as fuck as a little <laughs> girl. And as an adult, I'm like, girl, it was that, <clears throat> is it? I can't even think of who it is, what? but... The girl be singing, if you only knew how I want to be down with you. Yeah, no, um, we it. know you don't know. Oh, no, God. you don't know. Because oh, you know what? Like, future soundtracks made me like the Little John album. <laughs> what? Jamie Foxx album. Like, that shit went hard. People were sleeping on into, uh, what's called Intuition? Something that Jamie Foxx album was, but I jammed this shit. Oh, that's Fat Pat. Oh. <laughs> Let me hear the song. You know, I know it. Oh, hold on. Copyright, copyright. Can't I do used that. to, you can give him a little taste. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little taste. But the girl part, how she be singing, I used to sing that hard as fuck when I was little. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the music will expect me. So, if y'all got something y'all want me to listen to, check out I listen to. Like, you know, I've listened to Lizzo and Meg Thee Stallion, and I don't know if I ever heard Ella May full CD, but I might check her out. But I ain't gonna lie. I have not. The female artist, that's probably one I would listen to is Ella May, because she kind of go hard. Like, her lyrical content is... I don't like her being shady to the King R&B. Whoa, bitch! It's time to go home. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even her. It's actually uh. Muscle. No, she was shady. She, no, she, she was shady. Though. She posted oh, some shady know. shit because, bitch, uh, everybody out here seeing samples because that's what the fuck people be wanting to hear. Uh, and she mad at him because he out here making money off of it. But in hindsight, she finally gets her big break, and now this yodeling I mean, I ass dude just hijacks her big moment. I like, I can get me in a little salty. I get it. I but get be it. salty but, in private. But not that. You still salty after supposing y'all made up. It was discussed with the label. He stopped it. Y'all pulled it. You came out. We cool. Y'all done took a picture together. All that shit. And then you post some shady shit. The label, why they still pulled the song then? Well, he was at a concert. I think they just talked to the label in minds of like, 
this is why you're not gonna spin it. Like this is why this is not gonna be on SoundCloud. Everything they pulled it from everything. Yeah, right. Even though niggas still got it, but um, somebody I can't remember who it was, but somebody brought him out at a concert. At a concert. It was in London, though. Where she from? Yeah. Yeah. And he sang it, but they wanted him to see it. But see, my thing is. Just capitalize off that because you got Shot Clock. You have a lot of good songs that yeah. ain't nobody even thinking about trip, trip, tripping on you no more. Yeah. They oh, should have did a remix together and yeah, called it a day. Yeah, called it a day. Been through with yeah. that shit. The new age, the technology, everybody hop on everybody track. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, if it take off, it just take off. You They can't help it now. Streaming services, they, it's just not the same as passing around a mixtape. But you know? Molly, I, I feel like revenue is the reason why they were mad because if the song was popular but it wasn't grossing a whole bunch of like this song was like damn near charting higher than the original yeah, song. Yeah, it was. So like they, he was really he he did. Yeah, but and then, it is what it is, girl. Like relax. Yeah. Like after, you still gonna get whatever is out here for you. Exactly. Like he not stopping nothing for you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because exactly. <laughs> really honestly he really did her a favor by jumping on that song. Even though the song sounded good already, it's like him doing just like the whole uh, Old Town Road. Like, mm-hmm. the song was already doing good, but with Billy Ray on it, that really transcended it to a whole nother level because it's like, yeah. damn. Like, And I actually like the Billy Ray version better because the first, the, the original song is just one enough. fucking verse. Yeah, it wasn't like, enough. nigga, you didn't even have enough <laughs> sense to write a second that's, verse in a bridge, bitch. That's what I said, too. To me, that like, should have been the reason why they pulled the shit off. Sir, this is not a short. full song, bitch. Yeah, this is an intro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even have two, um, two verses. I don't think he got two hooks, either. I really don't. I think he got a hook in the verse. And then Billy Ray and then came on and said it all. He did. He came no. on with that verse. He, he kind of killed that out. I saw the video. He had his <laughs> wife over there with the tambourine on the microphone. <laughs> I was like, fuck it up, Trish. Shit. I was like. And did y'all see how, they, how dirty they did him, though? Oh, Lil Nas in Nashville? Yeah. 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 I was like, damn. They I mean, put him white on people, the though. little ass letters it's down. white like, people. Yeah, to zoom in on the camera to see that shit. <laughs> It's white people, but I'm glad Billy Ray was like, nah, nah. But he should have tore the fucking sign down. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't still be standing. Yeah, because you're not still standing next to it. Right. True. 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 You know, I don't like white saviors. So anyway, so was there anything (laughs) else y'all wanted to put out there before we go? No. Mm -mm. Uh, um. Y'all have a good weekend. Oh. No, no confession. Y'all, y'all just have a safe. You know, lovely weekend. Cinco de Mayo is this weekend, right? It's Saturday. It Sunday. Sunday. So, yeah, y'all be safe out there. Don't be caught, you know, public intoxication, public nudity. Y'all, y'all just make good choices. You know what? I found that yeah, you know Houston Cinco de Mayo is not as turned up as Cinco de Mayo's that I'm accustomed to. In Louisiana? Yes. Y'all and, party though. And you know what? We really ain't have a lot of Mexicans down there in New Orleans before Y'all Hurricane give a fuck Katrina. About that. <laughs> But I'm just saying, that exactly, that's yeah, exactly my point. It was niggas <laughs> yeah, turning niggas. up Cinco de Mayo <laughs> straight the fuck up. Y'all was okay. Yeah. That's up. what I'm saying. For I real. To, I used to live down the street from some people that was from New Orleans, if I'm not mistaken. New Orleans, yeah. And I mean, every single event, motherfucking Easter, Good Friday. Well, that's when I'm celebrating Saturday, 504 day. Mm-hmm. 504 day. Yeah. Like, niggas will find any excuse. I'm just saying, Cinco de Mayo. You know, I I get what y'all fought for and the Mexicans fought for, but bitch, I want a margarita and a chimichanga, please. Thank y'all for listening. 
Make sure you're following us on Instagram mm-hmm. and on Twitter at T in the Shade. That's T E A. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> It's a joke. It's a joke. But you know what? I do want to say this, sis. I do want to say this. Take back your spiel you just okay. did. I do want to say, if you are a legal immigrant and you come over here and you can't fucking drive, <laughs> take your ass back the fuck over there and drive like that over there. I can't take y'all over here half-ass driving and shit. It get on my nerves. It get on my nerves. We need to check your driving record before you come to this motherfucker. Okay? <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm glad, sick of the shit. I'm glad no radio station owns this motherfucker because we'd have been cut off like <laughs> long time. No, ago. that's real fucking talk. Y'all need to learn how to goddamn drive. I'm fucking sick of it. I'm fucking sick. <laughs> I went off on Twitter about it. You saw it, didn't you? Thank y'all for listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and on Twitter at T in the Shade. That's T-E-A in the Shade. And on Facebook, we're T in the Shade Podcast. Go to shoptinashade.com to get you some cute-ass merch or whatever. We will put Brittany's link um, in the description of this episode if you would like to book a session with her if you're in the Houston or Katy area. If you're in Texas, you can do a Skype session with her from any city in Texas. So y'all hit her up if need be. Have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you next week. Kisses. Bye. I'm hoping you can handle all this jelly that I have. Now let's cut a rug while we shake up. I'm about to break it out. Hey, you